show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. Welcome back to this episode of Murder with Friends, the podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. Don't forget to enter the contest I have on Facebook and Instagram. It is on my Facebook page, Murder with Friends podcast. If you do not do all of the things like comment, share, and join the group, you will not be in the drawing. I'm sorry. If you can't follow simple instructions, then you're just not smart enough to win these coffee cups. That's just, I'm sorry. I will be announcing a winner on Thursday, February 4th. That is this Thursday, so hurry up and put your entries in. If you enter on both Facebook and Instagram, then you will have two entries into the contest. Today, I'm going to have my mom on, and we are going to be talking about the missing person Amy Lynn Bradley. She went missing on a cruise ship and me and my mom have both been on cruise ships. So we're going to give you our intel on that. So warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her Care Bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So go to bed. So, Mom, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How many cruises have you been on? Four? Four? Maybe four. Let's see. One, two, three, four or five. Um, yeah, five. I forgot about that booze cruise. Yeah, five. Have you ever felt like you are in danger on a cruise? Never, ever, 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 ever. Ever? Ever. Like, I remember I... my first cruise, I tried. Like, it was, it's such a stupid story, but, like, mm-hmm. I met these people, and they had snuck on a lot of booze, and they, like, invited me to their room, and I was like, yeah, and, like, went to their room, and I remember sitting there talking, and they started talking about kids. I'm like, yeah, I would never have kids. They freaking annoy me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I reinvented myself. Like, seriously, wow. I did. I totally reinvented myself. And I was like, how can I be the total opposite of myself? Well, the total opposite of myself is someone that has no kids. Because wow. obviously I had three kids and a one grandkid at home at that time. So, yeah. I mean, you can be whoever you want. Yes. Because you'll never see them people. Exactly. So that was the point. Like, reinvent yourself to these people and um, be the total opposite of you. And again, the total opposite of me was not a family person because, duh, I am. And it was fun, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you look back at it now, and you're just like, that was dumb. You went to these strangers' rooms for booze, and basically told them that nobody in your life would miss you if you went if you died because you ain't got kids, you ain't got nothing. So, yeah. It was it was stupid, but nothing bad happened, and so I was lucky. Did you go on a cruise for um, work, right? Well, it wasn't for work, but it was with them, yes. 
coworkers. Yeah, Dr. Ferguson paid half of every, anybody that wanted to go, and it was a shit ton of us. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah, credit picks are on uh, National Geographic. My mom helped them make that business. So whoop whoop, give them a shout out. Shout out, Doctor F. Mm-hmm. Nicest person you'll ever meet. Absolutely. Well, I've been on two cruises, and the only time I ever felt like I was in danger on my last cruise when I got really sick. Yeah, well, that wasn't, though, because the cruise itself, like, the people on it, you thought, you know, right. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, uh, seasickness. Yeah. The boat was rocking. It sucked. But cruises are great. How would you describe a cruise? Oh, my God. Like, I would say it's like a, a mall. No, you, if you're on a good cruise then you don't feel the boat right if you're worried about that going the bigger the ship the less you're going to feel and don't go during the the height of the storm uh seasons like look look that up for the hurricanes blah 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 because if there's a hurricane of brewing your your boat is going to rock a little more have you ever almost no there's i don't see how people do that no freaking way me neither me neither. I don't see. Did you? Okay. So I looked up some um, statistics. Mm-hmm. Roughly 300 people have fallen off of cruise ships since 2000. <laughs> yeah. They did not fall off. They jumped. Yeah. There's no way. The rails, if you've never been on a cruise, the rails are like up to your boobs. Mm-hmm. Like there's just, there's no way unless you jumped or you were like fooling around and slipped right. off of, like you were fooling around, went on to the other side of the railing to be cool, take a cool selfie, and you slip. And, exactly. Oh, I don't know. I don't get it. It's crazy. Um, the average age of a person who has fallen overboard is 41 years old. Jesus. Males are more likely to fall overboard than females. Because males are the more, hey, watch me do this. Hey, hold my beer. Right. That's <laughs> why. Uh, falling overboard is statistically, statistically, statistically most common on the last night of cruise. Wow. I can see that too. That's crazy. California and Florida are the two most frequent states of residency <laughs> of people who fall overboard. Shut up. That's what it says. <laughs> that is funny. I got all of the I got all these statistics off of lawyers sites. Really? Like yeah, they they uh, specialize in mm. or law sites what law firms websites they specialize in like cruise disappearances and like falling overboard and stuff wow um most people who fall overboard are either drunk (laughs) or engaged in tomfoolery in what climbing but engaged in tomfoolery what's what's that tomfoolery yeah it's like fucking off like climbing between the cabins Playing on the railings. I have never heard of that. Tom Ford. Uh-huh. You've never no. heard of Tom Ford. Huh. 
Okay. I haven't. Score. Score one for Kaylee. Yeah. Score. Only 16 of 74 people who have been documented falling off of ship between February of 2000 and May 2013 have survived. Wow. Have you ever watched, or no, you haven't, that uh, Drew Barrymore has a book that she writes about, and she actually was on a cruise ship, and sometimes I'm, I just want to, like, I, I wish I knew the answers to this, because I've been on cruise ships, and I'm like, there's no way you could jump off the top and survive. She jumped off of a cruise ship as as like a teenager and just was like I can't do this anymore she said she was on there with a bunch of old people and she just couldn't handle it so she jumps off and starts swimming and yes Drew Barrymore did but there's no freaking way right that it could have been like a big ass cruise ship like we've been on well it says the last statistic I have under this is the longest time a survivor was found alive in the water was after 18 hours. Oh, wow. In 2003. How do you even even swim that long? Wow. Like, I just, I don't understand. That is a long time. 165 people have disappeared since 1995. Jesus. You know, have you heard about the, like, missing people that go missing on a cruise ship? And, like, the cruise ship is, like, no help whatsoever. Uh, yes, actually, I have. Yeah, well, it says that there is no incentive for a cruise ship company to report a person as missing yep. or presumed dead Yep, I have read that. And they can easily assert the passenger or the crew member left on his or her own accord. At one of the stopover ports. Yep, I have. I have. That's crazy, right? It's insane. If the person is not quickly found on the ship, then a search and rescue is undertaken. The vessel should return to the last location at sea when the person was seen. Mm. So, adjusting for the weather and the sea conditions. Like, okay, if the person was last seen at 8 p.m., they need to go where the ship was at 8 p.m. Wow. But I've never heard that. Mm-mm. I've heard some really bad stories about, like, the workers on the ship. Doing what? Doing a lot. Really? Like, I was on a Reddit thing, and it said, like, secrets that the cruise line doesn't want mm-hmm. you to know. And it said, like, the... The crew members have their own, like, level, and all they do is party. Okay. Like, they they party, and you can't hear them in the other sections of the ship, and, like, they're out in the middle of the ocean. So it's like, no laws really partain. So it's like, they just go nuts. Mm. And... Some of them, like this short story I'm about to tell you, is about a bartender. On the cruise ship? On the cruise ship. Wow, okay. Start off by saying, how close are you with, like, a bartender? You know, you have, like, a favorite bartender when you're on Mm -hmm. the cruise. You have, like, especially your steward. 
like y'all are super tight you know their names they know yours and you know you ask them for anything that you need right and it's kind of like you know y'all are friends right and on a cruise ship yeah i know yeah. i never really got close to like certain ones but yes in my cruise groups people are like yes my bartender is my, my, my dude, my dudette, whatever. Yes. And I know a lot of people that go to, like, the formal dining. And, like, I've seen a lot of people sit there and just talk to yes. the server. And, like, they go there and they have the same server every day. Yep. True. On Carnival Cruise Line, on the Freedom, it doesn't give last names, which I think is kind of crazy. But kind of makes sense. Okay, so Darla and I'm gonna butcher mm. these names. Darla and Anuk had planned a, lu- a luxury cruise to celebrate Anuk's birthday in 2009. They brought their 14-year-old daughter Taylor to celebrate. The trip was enjoyable, but one night during the cruise, Taylor was unable to sleep. So she went up to the upper deck to write in a journal, like 14-year-olds do. Okay. And it was then that the ship bartender dragged the girl into the employees-only area and forced himself mm. on her. After he threatened her to tell no one, the bartender let her go. Taylor couldn't bring herself to tell her family on the vacation, so... You know, it just continued, and it wasn't until months later that she really became depressed. And trauma forced her to reveal that she had been raped by the bartender, who had became well acquainted with the family during their stay. Wow. At first, he denied the allegations, but after failing a lie detector test, he admitted to having sex with the girl. And, claimed it and was she was how old? 14. Wow. And since she was too young to even offer consent, he was tried for rape and sentenced to three years behind bars. Mm. That's just, that's... Yeah, right? right? That's, that's, that's messed up, though. Yeah. I bet yeah. more than people report, though. I mean, most people right, don't true. report it. You know, most people are like, I'll never see him again. I'll never have to deal with it again. You know, True. Whatever. But this story is about Amy Lynn Bradley. Okay. She was born in Pittsburgh, Virginia on May 12th, 1974. She attended college in Longwood, Virginia on a basketball scholarship and graduated with a degree in physical education. She was planning to start a new job at a computer consulting firm. On March 21st, 1998, she was 23, and she decided to join her parents and her brother on a vacation aboard the Rap City of the Seas, a Royal Caribbean cruise line ship. And they were going to Curaçao, a little island north of Venezuela. So it was in the Caribbean. On March 24th, her and her brother, which was 21, his name was Brad, told authorities that him and his sister had stayed up late dancing at the Mardi Gras party on the ship. 
they have lots of parties yes on they ships. do like it's like a big party it is <laughs> but uh they were drinking with the ship's orchestra the orchestra was called the blue orchid all right you know how when you know you check in and out of your mm-hmm. room with the card Right. Yourself in with that card. Well, that is a computerized system, and every time you swipe that card, it tells the front desk that you are in your room. Right. The system showed that Brad returned to their suite at three thirty-five a.m. and Amy came in five minutes later. Brad said they sat on the balcony and talked before he went to sleep. He said he last saw Amy sitting in a lounge chair on the balcony. Sometime between 5.15 and 5.30, Amy's father, Ron, woke up and saw Amy still resting on the lounge chair on the balcony. However, when he went to check on her again at 6 a.m., she was gone. Along with her cigarettes. Not out there at all. But and the cigarettes and lighter was gone too. Which definitely as a as a former smoker, if I'm leaving the room, I'm taking my cigarettes and my lighter. So if those are gone, I'm gone. Yes, exactly. And she was barefooted. She didn't have any shoes. Brad said that she mentioned possibly debarking at the port to purchase cigarettes. Which they were So at 6 a.m., two passengers claimed that they saw her riding the elevator to the top of the ship, carrying her room key, cigarettes, and a lighter, and she had $100 in her pocket. At the time, Amy was last seen. Her father realized she was missing between 6 and 6.30. Realizing Amy was missing, her parents immediately reported it to the crew. They pled to keep the passengers off the ship to have officials conduct a massive search of the cruise liner. But the crew was preparing to dock that morning to let people out for an excursion. So they didn't start searching right away. Hmm. Extensive searches conducted later on the ship and at sea by the crew officials produced no signs of her whereabouts. The Netherlands Coast Guard conducted a four-day search that ended on March 27th. The Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines chartered a boat to continue looking for her, but they ended their search on March 29th. Authorities found no early evidence of foul play and first expected Amy might have fell fallen overboard i'm just like this is what blows my mind i'm looking person's cases on a boat like because they can say yo they fell overboard like that's what happened like there are cameras everywhere and we know this (laughs) everywhere yes everywhere there are cameras on every right inch of that boat Except for the employees only places and the uh, so there are none in the employees onlys. I didn't know that it seemed unlikely because Amy was trained a trained lifeguard and a very strong swimmer, 
and her body was never found in the water. Plus, because the ship was extremely close to the shore at the time of her disappearance, witnesses would have definitely heard or right. seen any act. Authorities never, body never found at all, anywhere. Was pushed or committed suicide. No cameras? No. Wow. Never. Now, there are claims that she has been seen, but I'll get to that in a minute. So people think she might have just decided, like, I want a new life. I'm done. I'm getting off at this port, and I'm becoming a new person. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I'll get to that in a minute. They weren't sure if Amy got off at the port on her own and vanished while in the port, or if other people were involved. Now, you and I have been on and off of a ship. When you get off of a ship, you have to wait in a long-ass line. Yep. And they have to scan your card. And when they scan your card, it shows a picture of you. And Yeah, and like if you have on a hat you... or glasses, they make you like take the glasses off. They they look at you. They definitely do. Yes. They can't even prove that she got off. I don't of the get ship. that. Like, I don't. This is where the cruise ship thing is really fucking sketchy. Like, you I don't really get that. There's no doubt that. I got off the ship because you scanned my card and you made me take my sunglasses off to show you my face. What do you mean they can't tell if she got off? Or, like, I don't know. That card is your everything. So, it is. It's how you pay for Get in your room. It's how you leave the ship. It's how you get back on the ship. It's how you do everything on a ship. It's how you gamble. It's how you buy drinks. (laughs) Yeah. That's how... Yes, that is you your can't, money. You your can't ID, even buy a souvenir without key. it. Wow. Nope. Okay. A cab driver later stated that a woman matching Amy's description approached him and said she was urgently needing a phone, but he didn't realize something was wrong, which mm-hmm. that sentence makes no sense. She was urgently needing a phone, but you didn't realize something Yeah, that's something weird. That sighting was never mm. Amy's family members think she might have been coerced by an unknown person whom she befriended during the cruise and got abducted. How old again? 23, okay. 23. In the days leading to Amy's disappearance, rumors of pirates were reported mm. where the ship docked. And Amy may have been. I was going to say that. I was going to ask if that was one of the things they suspected. And there's more things to that also. Because it was just, it's so crazy. She had a life back in Virginia. You know, she was planning a new job and a house. And would have never abandoned her family. Like, it's just, it's crazy. In August 1998. A Canadian computer engineer provided a lead when he described her tattoos to investigators. The man claimed seeing Amy being walked down by two men on a beach. What? And he described her tattoos. She disappeared on that same island. Yes. Which, let me describe her tattoos, which is pretty. Like, I think it's pretty distinctive. She had several of them. She had a Tasmanian devil on her left shoulder shoulder blade, a green and blue gecko lizard around her belly button, a Chinese symbol on her right ankle, and a 
primitive Japanese sun. Now, were any of those shown in the media? There was another sighting of Amy in January 1999 when a U.S. Navy petty officer claimed to have witnessed a woman who identified herself by name. He said that he decided not to report the incident at the time, fearing that he would get into trouble with the name for having been in a brothel. And only contacted Amy's family after he had retired and saw her picture in a magazine. The sailor's report has never been confirmed. Sketches of the unidentified woman and her three male companions and have never been confirmed. Was that was the last time anyone said what? anything like any reports? So, yeah. what's your final yeah. thoughts on that after all these years? Um, it says yeah. that foul play is strongly suspected in her disappearance, but there's no evidence to support the theory. Meanwhile, the family sued Royal Caribbean Cruise Line for negligence and wrongful death. What? Does it give it an amount? No. Uh, It says a $250,000 reward has been offered by the family to anybody who provides information leading to her safe return. And a $50,000 reward is offered for information leading to her variable, verifiable location. The FBI is offering a $25,000 reward for information leading to her recovery. Jesus Christ. Now, I did hear that, uh, I do believe it was in one podcast that I was listening to. I can't remember. It's been a long time. But it said that they hired a PI and he said that he saw her and like was tracking her down and took pictures and stuff of her and sent it back to the family. I was like, okay, I just need this much money to do this and do that. And they sent the money what? and never heard from him again. And it was found out that the, uh, it was all a hoax. He had a girl... Like, Shut up. On tattoos. Yeah. And pose for the pictures with two guys leading her You're going to away. hell if you do some stuff like and, that yeah, to people. So. That's so cruel. That is. Wow. That's that. so exactly. cruel to do that to that poor family. I don't, I don't see how anybody wow. can do that. That's just, that's, whoa. That's so sad. So anybody sees her. She has a Caucasian female. 5'7". We make sure that you post pictures of her on your podcast so that we can go look. Yep. 5'7". 120 pounds. Short brown hair. Possibly dyed blonde. Green eyes. She has a belly button ring. Multiple ear piercings. Several tattoos. But that's a long time ago. Is there any age progression pictures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, yeah, the FBI. Yeah, she's probably not 120 pounds anymore. We all know as we get older, that doesn't, yeah. I don't know, man, if they hooked her up to some damn drugs. Right, right. And um, 
I think that's my biggest fear because it's like the cruise, the people on the cruise ships are so like, you know, they're from all different cultures. And if, you right. know, that might be normal in their culture and they just, they take people and, you know, sell them and. Yeah. Again, I've never felt unsafe, but then again, I've never been, like, on a cruise as a single woman. Now, you have, so um, you've been on two cruises as a single woman with another girl, not with a guy. So, did you Mm -hmm. ever feel like, "Mm, this this worker is creeping me out? Mm -hmm. Yes, I've never. Me either. They've always been so respectful. I was... uh talking about this with Caitlin and Mickey and I don't think I put it on the podcast but they would either want to get rid of me or they would kill me I would get killed I would just talk a whole bunch of shit I'd be talking yes. about little wieners and fucking oh yes you I'd definitely got to talk about their little side. wieners you would never Mm-mm. Never. Yep. Then they probably just kill you. Okay. That's true. Better than being sex trafficked. I never. I mean, it's like one of those things, though. It's like uh, you think about it. Like if you're putting me in a sex trafficking ring, you think you know what you would do until you're in it. Mm-hmm. So, I have an idea that if you want to start looking into for some mini stories, because I've been looking into it, and we for my next idea of a uh, story because me and Joe have been looking into RVs and talking about like traveling the U S for a while. I want to look into RV murders, like um, people murdered in RV parks and stuff. I want to freak. I want to freak myself the fuck out before I do it. I don't know. It makes me feel alive. Why would you want to do that to yourself? <laughs> to think I might die. <laughs> I discovered this new podcast, and this is going to be my podcast plug of the week, okay? It's going to be um, Strictly Stalkers mm. is the name of it. And yeah? My, I'm obsessed. It's about people getting stalked, like not just girls... Because normally you think stalking, and you're like, okay. No, yeah, I, I definitely like think girls can you. be stalkers. I've or, stalked a guy or two of you in your life. Yeah, I think girls, oh, I think girls would be the worst yeah. stalkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we ain't going to stop. Men get bored and move on. Yeah. We don't. It's like I don't know, we, but a jealous woman is so bad, too, because it's like, um, who is that that you keep talking to? Your mother? Oh, well, I'm yes. so jealous that you keep talking to your mother. I'm going to go murder your mother. And then, you know what? I'm not just going to murder her. I am also going to burn her and make her unrecognizable. That way you can't look at her and, and cry over her dead body at her funeral, because I don't even want to see you do that. Was that a little psycho? Hi, 
All right, guys. Well, if you have any information regarding the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley, please contact the FBI at 202-324-3000. God, don't piss that woman off, okay? I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know at some points that it sounded like my mom was talking over me, but she wasn't. She wasn't being rude. It's just my sucky ass editing skills. So (laughs) don't forget to join the contest. It's on my Facebook page, Murder with Friends Podcast. Join the Facebook group, Murder with Friends Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Murder with Friends. Send me an email, murderwithfriends at yahoo.com. Check out the website, www.murderwithfriendspodcast.com. And remember, if you're thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Bye, you guys. Thank you.